What is up, Next Level fam? Thank you so much for joining another episode of Health Explained. I'm your host, Alexis Smith, and today we'll be discussing when to go to an urgent care versus an ER. I have Next Level Urgent Care Associate Medical Director, Dr. Alfreda Batts with me today to answer the question of whether to seek urgent or emergency care. Thanks for joining me today, Dr. Batts. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Excited to have you here. Um, This is kind of a hot topic um, and something that I think a lot of people are a little bit confused about. Um, So I wanted to just start with the basics. Um, What is the difference between an urgent care center and an emergency room? Okay, so well, in short, an emergency care or an ER room is for medical emergencies. This is whenever you're going to have life-threatening or your limbs are at risk, like maybe you had a traumatic car accident or maybe um, you feel like you're having a heart attack or a stroke. Um, These are times that you want to go to the emergency room. The urgent care center is more for immediate care. Um, This is whenever you need to be seen within 24 hours. And it's kind of like a bridge, uh, bridging the gap between your primary care office and the emergency room. Uh, Urgent urgent care centers are typically not open 24 hours uh, in comparison to an emergency room, Um, but these are also great places where you could get medical care. Uh, It's important to know that in the 1970s, um, emergency medicine physicians decided to open up urgent care centers in order to serve a public need for convenient access to unscheduled medical care for the community. Got it. And and there's kind of a cost difference there as well, right? Yes, there is a huge uh, cost difference there. So on average, you could potentially save um, about 80% or more um, worth your out-of-pocket fee, whether that's a copay or the general fee if you don't have insurance at all, whenever you compare an urgent care visit versus an emergency care visit. For example, there was a study done um, and it said that the average urgent care charge is about $184 per visit in comparison to an ER charge of $969. Wow. So there's a whole lot of incentive to go to the urgent care when you can. Um, So let's talk about that. When do I go to, when do I have to go to the emergency room? Um, And when do I, when can I go to the urgent care? Right. So emergency care, um, I consider going to the ER whenever you are at a life-threatening emergency or a limb is at risk. So, for example, if you are having chest pain, particularly if you have a history of diabetes, hypertension, you've had a heart attack or stroke or before, or it runs in the family, I would want to go straight to the emergency room for a situation like this, including uh, signs of stroke, so having slurred speech, altered mental status, uh, having a fever with a rash or a fever in a newborn, particularly if the newborn is uh, less than three months or 90 days old, having any high impact traumatic events like car accidents where you could have a spleen rupture or um, abdominal bleeding due to that high impact trauma, 
uh, if you have any numbness or tingling, and if, especially if it's on one side, in the arm or a leg or the side of the face or the jaw, those could be signs of stroke again. So you definitely want to get to the ER for that. Remember that the heart and the brain are time-sensitive organs, so you definitely want to get those evaluated immediately or if these are areas of concern. Um, but in addition to those, if you do have any lacerations, particularly severe complicated lacerations, and and especially if they're on the face, you definitely want to go to the ER because you may need a plastic surgery consult for that. And most fractures, we'll talk about this a little later, can be managed in both settings. But if it's an open fracture, meaning that you can actually see bone after the injury outside of the skin, then that is definitely going to be an ER evaluation. Shortness of breath, particularly aspirations, or severe allergic re reactions. For example, if you have a peanut allergy and, and tend to notice that you may have had uh, a peanut insert it for whatever um, food that you've had, whether that was a salad or some new uh, pastry that was delicious. But of course, now you're having your reaction. You definitely want to get that immediately taken care of. And remember, if you do have a history of an allergy and you do use your EpiPen, this is not something that we want you to be evaluated for afterwards in your primary care office or the urgent care facility, but this is something that you do need to be monitored for in the emergency room. And, and finally, the last two things that I would say are for particularly going to the emergency room would be suicidal, homicidal feelings and vaginal bleeding, particularly if you are pregnant, because you will need an ultrasound to assess the status of your baby. Got it. So, uh, you know, costs aside, what are some benefits to being seen at an urgent care versus an emergency room? So other things um, that is really good for our urgent care centers, we talked about costs, like you said, um, but shorter wait times. One thing that um, a lot of the patients who go to emergency rooms um, are concerned about is that two, three, four hour wait period. Um, there was studies done on the average wait times for patients being seen in the urgent care versus also being seen in the emergency room. And 88% of urgent care patients tend to wait an hour or less to be seen. Um, particularly at our next level center, we definitely can see patients uh, within 15 to 30 minutes um, if, if it's not one of the busy winter seasons or like we have now with COVID uh, that can sometimes extend that wait period. But again, on average, 88% of urgent care patients are seen within an hour or less. And then in the emergency room, only about 12.5% of those patients will be seen within an hour or less. But I, you know, I've worked in the ER before and I, I never have seen a patient within an hour or less working in the emergency room. Got it. Wow. Um, so when you're in a position where you're hurt or a loved one's hurt, sometimes uh, or a little bit stressed out, we're not thinking straight. Um, if you just had to give a few tips for like markers to look for to help you decide uh, where to go, what would those be? So when I would say that intuition is a huge thing here, there are some times when things can happen to us and we know that we need immediate care, but it may not be emergent. Um, and sometimes we just have a sense of feeling, especially uh, for some of the women with children, we have that mother intuition of, hey, this is an emergency. I need to see, take my baby to be seen now, particularly in the 
emergency room. Now, outside of intuition, because everybody has different levels of intuition based off of their experiences in life and within the medical community. So I would think also to be aware of what is your fear with this concern? Is this concern something that you are life-threatening worried for, particularly a heart attack or a stroke or numbness in extremity? Again, those are going to be things that we want to be seen in the ER for. Um, But if you're having like burning uh, with urination, so feeling like you have a UTI or you have a small uh, laceration after trying to chop up some apples in the kitchen. Um, these are some things that you could be seen immediately for in the in the urgent care center without having to get a big bill or wait a long period of time being seen in the emergency room. Um, other things that I would say is consider what is my medical history. I have a chest discomfort, but I've been working out you know, an increased amount of times over the past week. And I don't have any history of heart attack or stroke. And there's nothing like that that runs in my family. No diabetes, no high blood pressure. You may be able to be seen in the urgent care facility. And if needed, we would route you to the appropriate emergency room setting. However, if you're a patient with the same symptom of chest pain and you've had a heart attack before, or you have high blood pressure, you have diabetes, and you have a family member or a personal history of a heart attack or stroke before, you likely need to go directly to the emergency room to get a full evaluation for this concern. Makes sense. At at what point should you call 911 rather than drive yourself or a loved one to an emergency room? So definitely, I would say difficult breathing, heart attack, particularly if you've uh, had those symptoms within 15 to 20 minutes, you don't have a loved one that could pick you up and take you directly to the emergency room, we would definitely recommend calling because we would hate for you to have a a larger incident en route to the emergency room. Also signs of stroke and then, of course, life-threatening, limb-threatening injuries, again, like got a saw and then maybe like you accidentally nicked your your hand and now bone is showing. You may not want to drive with blood and um, bone showing um, to the ER as this can be a compromising situation. So for that, if you did not have a ride available, I would call 911. For sure. So um, in a stressful situation, um, (laughs) when we're forgetting everything you just told us, are there any resources you recommend that we could put up somewhere that might help us to to determine uh, what kind of care we need in the, in the moment? Yeah, so there's like a lot of different resources available that have um, quick uh, photographs or infographics assessments that you can put on your refrigerator. Um, I know I like to use scripts.org, which is uh, SC. R-I-P-P-S dot org, as well as the Heriton Hospital dot org. Um, our next level uh, urgent care website also has some very good information that talks about the difference between uh, what we can treat and what we do not recommend being seen for in an emer- mm-hmm. urgent care center, as well as CDC. Um, and then, of course, if you have any family members or uh, friends who are in the medical community, asking them as well would be helpful resources. Absolutely. Well, we are about at time. Um, is there anything you would like to add before before we wrap it up? Yes. Uh, so three things. So the first thing is if you have a life-threatening emergency or if your intuition is saying this is life-threatening, please go to the emergency room. If you need immediate care, 
but you cannot make an appointment with your doctor or you do not have a doctor, please come see us at the urgent care facilities. But one thing, the third thing that I want to make sure that everyone is aware of is that urgent care and emergency rooms do not replace your primary care provider. If you have any chronic long-term illnesses like diabetes, high blood pressure, immunocompromised conditions, um, or you just need your annual preventative care visits, we do want to make sure that you have a primary care provider that you can see annually or regularly to make sure that all of your health conditions are always optimized. Absolutely. And just because this is a perfect opportunity for a shameless plug um, for any employers out there that are listening to this episode, Next Level Urgent Care does offer primary care, uh, urgent care and telemedicine membership options uh, that you can offer to your employees for a healthier workforce. And you can find out more about those um, at nextlevelurgentcare.com under employer solutions. Um, thank you so much, Dr. Batts. We really appreciate all of this great information. Um, hopefully, uh, someone in the audience took something uh, away from this. I know I did, and uh, I look forward to our future conversations. You're welcome. It was a pleasure.